That's what's joining us right now, or who's joining us right now is our friend Mike Shallon from the New Hampshire Union Leader, but not Forbes magazine. I can't, I can't wait to hear that guy. He sounds pretty cool. <laughs> How you feeling, Michael? I'm feeling uh, okay for an old man. I, um, I'm actually on my way to lovely down, downtown Springfield, Mass., to do a little appearance at a public library. Um, I spend more time in libraries now <laughs> than I ever did as a kid, and if I would have spent more time doing it as a kid, I wouldn't be talking to you right funny, now. It's right. funny how that works when we were go- growing up and in school, and they 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 told you you got to go to the library, and you, uh-huh. you told people you were out of your mind, and now here you are in your and spending a lot of time in libraries. Right. All right, and I, I've been amazed at how beautiful they actually are. Yes, they, they have are. a lot of they have a lot of books. <laughs> and those books have big words along with the pictures. Big words for my big brain. Hey, yeah. uh, Mike. That, that's why I always go, when I go to the library, I always try to find those audio books. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but my, my problem is I can't find the X-rated section. Well, that, that is an issue. <laughs> Craig never seems to have trouble finding that section. Yeah. Um, that's a different library. That's yeah. a different line. It's not the public library. Uh, we're talking with Mike Shallon of the New Hampshire Union Leader. Mike uh, covers all things New England sports and also an official scorer at uh, Fenway Park. Before we talk about Dave Dombrowski, we're about two weeks out before this season's over. I know you're pretty good friends with Don Mattingly, who's the manager of the Miami Marlins. Do you think he survives? You know, I, have a, I have a bad feeling about it. Yeah, um, I do too. You know, uh, we know how hard it is to, to gauge the success or failure of a manager who doesn't have a team. Right. Uh, and I, I wonder about the the egos of uh, Jeter and, and Maddox together. I don't know. I, I I mean, it seems to me that unlike some other tanking teams, they give you a competitive run every time you play them. And, and I don't know what more you could possibly ask for unless they've got uh, a true developmental guy that they want to give the job to. But I don't, I don't have a great feeling about it. Yeah, and I'm also assuming that uh, Jeff um, Lurie, Lurie uh, probably agreed to pay Mattingly a nice chunk of money when he brought him yeah. in. And I have a feeling that Derek Jeter will think, you know what, we can, we can lose 110, 115 games with a, a $600,000 a year guy yeah. rather than $3 million. So, especially when you especially when you realize that Alex Cora was paid eight hundred thousand to win the World Series. Right, right, right. So, yeah. getting back to Boston, all things Boston, uh, I'm getting a sense that the media in Boston is not shocked at all that Dave Dombrowski was let go. Would I be right in saying that? Absolutely. I mean, I I wrote it, uh, you know, a couple of days the day before he got fired that. His future was one of the seven, seven or eight things they had to deal with. Uh-huh. It's all season. Dan Shaughnessy wrote two weeks ago that he's not coming back. And then uh, Dave said, uh, well, that's the one good thing about me is that I don't read a lot of a lot of newspaper columns that don't have a lot in it. So he took a little shot at Dan. Right. And then, and then Dan tweeted, perhaps Dave should have read my columns. There's <laughs> <laughs> an, an old Baltimore guy for you, but yeah. uh, uh, no, I'm not shocked. I, I, I you know, it, it, there's, there's, 
you look at this thing and you say, here's your hat, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Oh, by the way, thanks for the championship. I, I, um, I don't know how to read it exactly. Apparently he had rubbed people in the organization the wrong way. And, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, when they sat down to meet with ownership, they knew who he was. Yep. They knew what his M.O. was, that, that he doesn't believe in the future. He believes in winning now. He went out and he won now. And, and two of the guys that he brought in late were Evaldi and Pierce. One was the uh, one was the MVP of the World Series, and the other pitched one of the gutsiest relief outings ever in World Series history. And they won, you know, they won 119 games and won it all. But you know, they listen. They, whoever takes the job now, and Mike Hazen is now out of the picture from Arizona because he he got a contract extension last night. Right. But whoever gets the job now, it, it, the the immediate task may be trading Mookie Betts. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to step into that job. Right. Yeah. Mike, what's the balance between, and we were talking about the Marlins with, with Manningly and Jeter, but if you go back several years, uh, a little bit more than 20 years, they win the World Series uh, in, in 97, and then before you know it, a lot, nice of those, a lot of those players leave and for, for various reasons. They tear it down. They build it back up. They win again in 03, and, and yet here Dave is losing his job, and here's a guy that's notoriously known for trading draft picks to, as Stan says, win now. What's yeah. the balance that you have to draw between those two philosophies? Well, you have to win. You know, and, and uh, regardless of who takes over here, this is this is going to be, be a pretty good base. So it's not, you know, when people talk about not having a farm system, they also need to talk about all the young talent that they have on the major league team. Right. Now, while this, while that may have been Ben Charrington uh, and his people doing that, uh, there's a very fine line. But also, you have to remember that. Uh, John Henry is from the George Steinbrenner tree, mm-hmm. and was in fact a minority owner uh, of the of the uh, Yankees before before he was gifted that Florida franchise by by Bud Selig, and in, in, in something that still needs to be investigated. By yeah. opinion. But anyway, he is part of the Steinbrenner tree, and and I think that uh, you know there are there are signs, and one of the signs to me is irrelevance and. This is such. This has become such a Patriots town now. It's a good reason. I mean, the Patriots. You can say it begrudgingly. You can say it any way you want. But they are the greatest sports franchise of all time. I think the most successful sports franchise. And you can talk about the Yankees, and you can talk about the Montreal Canadiens, and the Green Bay Packers. But nobody's had to do it the way Belichick has had to do it in this in this salary cap free year. And, and so the, the Pats are huge here. The Red Sox played four games against the Yankees last weekend, only sold out one game. Now that's, you know, it, it's minor and it's, 30, it's only a thousand short, right. but there's a, there's a message there. And, and uh, you know, we don't know what went on in the inside. I firmly believe something happened specifically to make the firing happen last Sunday, especially since they... They could have waited and got the manager and the players out of town and away from the TV cameras. Uh-huh. 
But um, something happened. Something happened off the field. Uh, well, obviously off the field, but behind the scenes that made this happen so quickly. Well, I, and I'm not saying that there wasn't a an actual act, actual one incident that caused this to happen, but when you look at the Red Sox, I'm not saying that that Dombrowski is not a good baseball guy, but I look at the the condition he left the Tigers in, and I see a little bit of that creeping in to Boston. I don't I don't see that he spent a lot of time worrying about what the future is going to be there, you know. And the powers that be, as a result, kind of determined before this gets to that point, we better do something about it. Well, here's the thing. If they decide to keep Mookie Betts, you right. still have a young nucleus of Mookie, Bogarts, Devers, Chavis. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the big mistake that, to me, that Dombrowski made, and I think this was ownership, and you can't fire the owner, as they say, was signing Chris Sale when they didn't have to sign Chris Sale. I agree. Uh, the, the guy had a check. The guy had a checkered bet, and and uh, he to give him 145 million dollars because the owner was afraid of a repeat of what happened with John Lester. Well, that's not Dombrowski's fault necessarily. Now right. you look at what happened this season. And you go into the season with six six potential starters, counting Stephen Wright, and only one of them has a good year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not Dombrowski's fault either. Right. And and uh, you know Porcello tends to have a good year in odd uh, even numbered years and bad years in odd numbered years. He's had a terrible year. Price has won seven games. Sale is five and eleven. Wright gets himself uh, uh, suspended. Suspended. Yeah. And, and Warner Rodriguez is the only pitcher who's come through for him. Now, he also made a mistake of a vast uh, misjudgment of the relief pitcher thing. Yep. I wouldn't have given Craig Kimball the money, uh, but there had to be somebody else that you could bring in here and say, that's my closer. And, me, and they didn't do that. Let me ask you one scenario that I've, I've tossed around in my head, and it, and it may be so far-fetched, and I think you're close enough that you'll tell me, Stan, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, he and does that anyway. <laughs> Theo, we know that. Theo Epstein's... You just set me, you just set me up for a layup. Yeah, yeah I really did. <laughs> Theo Epstein's problems in Boston were really Larry Lucchino, correct? Or, or did he have a problem with Henry and Warner, too? With Lucchino, I'm sorry. I, no, the I, question, I the question is about yeah. Theo, Theo Epstein. His yeah. problem in Boston was Lucchino was in between him and the owner. Uh, my the the scenario I'm painting. Do you see yeah. any way that he is now persona non grata in Chicago? That somehow Theo could return to Boston with no Lucchino factor involved whatsoever. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Um, I don't think it will happen, but I can see it. Okay. Again, you're talking about a lot of money, um, and and uh, you know, I Theo is about to replace his manager unless the Cubbies do something in the world, right? Which I happen to think they will, by the way. But that's a whole other story. I feel just the opposite way. I think that thing is going south there. So well, we'll see. The, the Baez thing did not help. That that's for sure. Right. As long as they as long as they get to play, uh, you know, the, their problem is. That they're looking at a road at a road wild card game, which uh, 
they're not a very good team. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I I think with with a guy like John, John Henry has always impressed me as a as kind of a flower child. You know, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, I know he's made billions in in commodities and all that kind of stuff, but he he's kind of a free thinker, um, which means basically that anything is possible. Yeah, it really is. But uh, do they do they keep it within? Uh, you know, I don't know. And again, they have to decide what they're going to do with Mookie and JD Martinez because you know Martinez is going to opt out. He he doesn't have enough money sitting on the table. He's got $63 million. That, that to me, is not a big gamble for him. Right. Especially with Boris as his agent. Uh, the Mookie situation, Mookie made 20 this year. He's going to make 30 next year, his last year before free agency. But, again, they've got, they've got the two first basemen coming off the books. That's $13 million. They finally have Pablo coming off the books. They have Porcello coming off the books. Uh, they, can, they, can, they can chop Rock Holt off the books, although I would... I would try to keep Stockholm. I would too. But, yeah, yeah, but um, you know, they say they want to get under the two hundred eight million. Well, they're at two forty eight right now, so right. you know that's a big that's a big deal. A big deal if you're going to have to give JD and and Mookie money. My my feeling is fifty fifty on keeping one of them, and zero to a hundred on keeping both. And, and, there, and there's absolutely no way Price opts out because he's got too much money to lose. Correct? Well, I don't think I don't think he has another. That was last year. Oh, okay, okay. Now Boy. JD has one every year, right? From now on, I don't know. I don't think that's the case with Price. Okay, Price, you, you might be right. You might be right. What do you, you think? You can check that. You can check that quickly enough. I'll, you know, just just Google his contract. But I, do you, I don't think that doesn't sound familiar. What do you think's next for Dave Dombrowski? A job with it, a job with the league, with MLB, yeah, TV maybe. Okay. You know he's made a lot of money. Um, you know that Marlins thing, by the way. Oh three, he was gone by then. He he uh, yeah. He was gone after oh one, um, and and I'm not going to blame him for break for breaking up the Marlins. That wasn't his doing. Right. Uh, that was the, that was Isanga, but. Um, I could see him doing TV for a while and sit back and and, uh, and collecting checks. You know, they, we have a we have a, a, a love affair with uh, with fire general managers on the MLB network. So, you know, I'm sure he I'm sure he could slide. It's like you know, sure he could slide in there, but uh, I don't think money's going to be a factor. I could see I could see him doing some television, but you know, somebody's going to look at his track record. And say, you know, I, I like I don't see a rebuilding team like the Orioles doing it, but I could see a team that's, you know, maybe the Cubbies. Who knows? I mean, right. he's real good. That he's built good with veteran teams. Right. Uh, we're talking with Mike Shallon. He writes for the New Hampshire Union Leader. He's a columnist there. He's also an official scorer at Fenway Park. Uh, Mike, I want to flip over and just ask you one quick football question. I don't know how closely you follow uh, point spreads. But this apparently, this is the largest road home sp- uh, point spread, uh, 18 and a half, 19, uh, New England over the Dolphins. Uh, your thoughts on which side of that you'd be on if you were a betting man? Well, the, the Patriots have lost five of their last six in Miami, uh, which it happens to be the same number of home games they've lost in that span. 
Right. That's total. amazing. But uh, I would tend to come down on the on the uh, on the on the positive side for New England. But anybody who saw the final play of that game last year and and, and watched Rob Gronkowski not being able to make a tackle on a kickoff, um, it's got to be a little bit worried, a little bit leery of it. But I think Bill, you know. I think Bill wants to teach. You know, he's, he's got one of his uh, one of the members of his tree now coaching Miami. And so you wanted to be a head coach, Brian? Yeah, let, uh, this let, is let what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I just uh, think I, no. I, I think I think the one factor that people aren't talking about is Ma- Miami may be already sort of uh, in full mutiny mode. Not not as much against Flores, but maybe against the owner. Well, Minka, Minka uh, the, the first draft pick from last year, yeah. has already asked for a trade, and the reason for that is he's mad at Florence. So uh, I guess Florence wanted him, wanted him to play multiple positions. But right. uh, when, you've got, when you've got talk like that and you give up, what is it, 684 yards or whatever against Baltimore, nobody's ever going to con- confuse Baltimore with being a, uh, uh, a powerhouse on offense. Um, that's rough. And... and but again, it's going to be it's going to be hot, and now you got to you got to factor in the Antonio Brown factor, which, from all indications, it looks like he's going to play. I don't know if you saw what his stepfather said, but uh, that broke that broke yesterday. His stepfather saying that Antonio's always been abusive toward women, from the basically oh, treating treating him like property since he was twelve years old. So, oh. but apparently he'll be on the field tomorrow, and it's hard to imagine Brady. Not picking that team apart with those wide receivers and slot receivers. All right. He is Mike Shallon. Mike, if we can ask you one last question, and that is if you can handicap right now, uh, do the Yankees have enough pitching to really be a serious threat to win the World Series? Is Houston's quartet of starters uh, in, too incredible, and are the Dodgers capable of getting uh, over the hump? How many teams do you want me to say, say win the World Series? No, so, I want you to say what what teams you think will well, play think will Yankees, play I, will play in the World Series. I think the Yankees do have enough pitching. I think that uh, obviously Severino and, and Batances. We're going to have to see what happens with them. But um, these outfield injuries have taken their toll with a long time, you know, yeah. and they're going to have to. They are sitting there on pins and needles, hoping that Stanton can play. Because right. if he can't, then you've got Maven as your left fielder, and eventually, like Wade Miley, it seems it's apparently morphed into Wade Miley again <laughs> in Houston. You've got you've got the uh, 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 borrowed time with a guy like a journeyman like Cameron Maven, but right. but losing losing Hicks and uh, and uh, Talkman certainly didn't help. The Dodgers certainly have enough to get there again. Mad Dog Russo thinks they have to win it because right. they they've come so close, but. Uh, uh, that Houston team is so powerful. If they can put their healthy bodies on the field, to me, they're the favorite to win it all. I would agree entirely with you. All right, Mike Shallon, thanks a million for coming on. Drive carefully to that library, and and don't take out any books without the uh, express plan to take them back on time, okay? Otherwise, that, otherwise that library conference signs up will come after me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Buckman, Mr. Buckman, see ya. All right.